17 minutes it is before 9 p.m. And uh, we are about to go into our Culture Talk uh, discussion this evening. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, many of you were interested by that uh, uh, discussion around uh, the lithium-ion story. I mean, uh, fascinating stuff. We talk about the batteries that go almost into anything you can think about. And uh, a lot of their, I guess, uh, intellectual and patent roots here in South Africa. I mean, uh, I've just shared on my timeline there. You can check it out on at AYKAW and Gubang Umshaba on Twitter. Uh, where there's an article there from uh, one of the, I think it's the South African Journal of Chemistry or something like that, um, which is showing Mercedes-Benz A-Class electric vehicles in California and the Arctic, uh, deploying some of the uh, batteries made from technology that effectively has come from South Africa and even, I guess, the electric vehicles of Nissan. Um, But yeah, the story there, South Africa at some point, yeah, during the transition said, yeah, you know, this investment we've been making in, Battery technology is really not worth it. Um, and uh, you know what? What do you make of that? Uh, we'll certainly continue to follow uh, your tweets there on at Metro FM SA. Use the hashtag Metro FM Talk. We now go into our Culture Talk discussion. And uh, we are set for a fascinating conversation this evening. And uh, my next guest uh, is... Uh, Banzi Mavuso and uh, Banzi is a filmmaker, a director and a musician and uh, I guess we can't talk about her work without uh, uh, I guess uh, giving you a glimpse of what some of that is. Yeah, that was the trailer of uh, Gang 888 and uh, the work there of my uh, next guest and uh, she uh, joins me now on the line, Banzi Mavuso, filmmaker whose mission is to tell the stories of modern black and uh, the queer experience in South Africa. Banzi, good evening to you and welcome. Hey, Ayabonga, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I was told to say, you know, just for some of our sensitive viewers, uh, listeners, I should say, uh, that, uh, you know, that clip I just played had some sensitive language. But maybe that uh, makes for a very interesting segue into what I want us to talk about. Um, you know, uh-huh. the reclamation of certain words uh, that many people would have heard there uh, in that particular clip and uh, a critical part, I guess, that plays in uh, your uh, film practice. Talk to me about some of your work. I mean, I I took a look at Goatville as well and uh, Gang 888. And you say, you know, uh, I guess what um, for many, you know, there was Yizo Yizo after generations. After Yizo Yizo, sorry, there was generations. There was The Herd and The Queen. And now there's Goatville and Gang 888. So you locate yourself, I guess, within a certain uh, filmmaking practice, if I can say that. Yes, uh, that's right. And I think um, to just add on to what you're saying, uh, it's it's quite important for me to take the words that used to oppress us mm. and, uh, you know, just use them in a way where, you know, we take that power away from, you know, them actually hurting us. So I think that's why those those sensitive words were used on, on the trailer of Saint Triple Eight. Even for me as a person, I, I really, uh, I, I don't really care about how people view me because I know who I am. And I think this is one thing that I really want out in the world that, you know, people like myself, you know, need to also understand and identify as, but um, no man, Silapa, and mm. the fact that other people are so sensitive and, you know, are so disgusted or they're always treating us differently, you know, shouldn't really scare us, but should make us, mm. you know, have so much power. Sure. And, and and make us stand stronger, especially with each other. So I think that's that's why I'm intentionally mm. doing that through my work. But how how did it all start? I mean, just the uh, you know the I, the work 
in the film space. I mean, the filmmaking itself uh, as a way mm-hmm. to convey, you know, the stories that you felt maybe you weren't seeing somewhere. Uh, how did that start? And maybe talk to us about that journey um, and what it has meant, I guess, you know, for, for your own voice uh, within the, the wider ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah, I studied at uh, Cape Peninsula University of Technology and uh, graduated in 2015. Um, so when I graduated then, I, I, I created my first short film called Asanda Forever. And I mm. saw just, you know, the, 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 the response from people, especially from, from my community. And I saw, well, you know, the LGBT community of South Africa truly enjoys seeing themselves on screen. And they really love, they really love the, the, the energy that I'm bringing. So that's exactly where it started. And I've always been inspired by people from the States. Also just like, um, yeah, from watching movies back in the day when I was younger. Mm. I've always seen that there's not, there hasn't always been people like myself on screen. And I think this is what also, in, you know, inspired me. I'm also inspired by Filmmakers like Lena Waithe from America, you know, um, and I think I just want South Africa to be as progressive when it comes to the rights of the LGBT community, because and, and they should also understand that the LGBT community rights are human rights. And this whole thing of just separating the two does not make sure, sense. Sure, sure, sure. So that's where it really started from for me. So Gang Triple Eight is just a combination of, you know, the anger that I've built up from all the years of also experiencing so much homophobia and also just mm. seeing, you know, my friends and like also just people in front of me who have been through so much, you know, oppression and hatred. And I was like, you know, it's time for this to stop. And I just use um, my, my, my platform to just tell my story and just also tell stories for people who who have just been too, you know, like abandonment who just, have not been prioritized on screen. So mm-hmm. I, I just prioritized mm-hmm. them, Nanguam. Okay. So I think that's that's where everything comes from. Awesome yeah. stuff. I want us to take a quick spot break. And uh, when we come back, uh, I want us to talk about some of the themes in your work. Um, okay. And in particular, you know, this, 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 this idea of, you know, femicide leveled against lesbians in particular um, in a context where we reel from this, you know, every day, every weekend, we come back to stories like that. Um, and I want us to talk about how the practice of film can can allow us to confront, overcome, and effectively eradicate that. Uh, awesome, man. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. It is indeed, and uh, eight minutes it is now before 9 p.m. Uh, it's our Culture Talk discussion this evening, and uh, my guest this evening is filmmaker, director, and musician, Banzi Mavuso, and uh, talking about Banzi's work in uh, telling the stories uh, of the modern black and queer experiences in South Africa. And uh, Banzi, I guess, you know, I foregrounded the question before we went to the break, mm-hmm. uh, which is how do you see your film practice being able to not only, I guess, be conversant with a context that is a horrific one for many lesbians in South Africa and many, you know, uh, other people who, within the LGBTQI community, mm. but also uh, how that work at least emboldens the struggles to really overcome and effectively eradicate um, the scourge of uh, a very heteronormative, I guess, formulation of what society should be and what is okay in society. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think most of us understand the history of television in South Africa and when, you know, black representation started. Because, mm. like, when you when you take it back and you look at, you know, when we started seeing our faces from the 50s, that's when 
you know, we started seeing, well, okay, cool, on the screen. Mm. So um, where, where it all started was also quite comical. It was a lot of light-hearted, you know, energy. And gimmicky in terms of also, like, eh? Quite, quite, mm. quite gimmicky. So, like, I think the power in terms of, like, um, LGBTIQ people being seen as human beings, first and foremost, that's the one thing that I want in my work. Né? And I believe that films, they are loved in South Africa. Everybody, well, almost every household in South Africa has a TV. Everybody really enjoys that type of medium, right? But like, in, in, like just moving away from the seriousness of it, I mm. think adding humor into every story is what a lot of South Africans also like. And I also feel that um, we don't always have to be so hard-hitting and serious about the, the materials that we're trying to convey mm. or the messages. We can also um, flip the script. Né? Instead of making the LGBTIQ community or any oppressed persons or marginalized mm. people as the weak part of the story, I think what if we reimagine them as the, as the powerful force in the story, mm. which is why in Gang Triple Eight, I reimagined lesbian people, lesbian women, mm. as the strong people who have a gang, who fight against homophobia and toxic masculinity, instead of them being victims and being victimized. Mm. You mm. know, that is the power in, in my stories. I don't just want to tell stories that are further going to be, de- you know, debilitating for my community. Mm. I want for people to see us in our strength, in sure. our power. Sure and also to just add an element of humor and something that that can still entertain but um you know challenge people to think differently mm. about LGBTIQ people or just marginalized people in general so that is exactly sure. what i'm doing now it's interesting banzi as uh, as you do that uh, mm. i guess it it resonates with other spaces that have emerged as institutions and when i say institutions i'm not talking about bricks and mortar building but mm. as a real facet in people's lives that, you know, is something that is enduring. I mean, I think of, you know, the Seattle Queer Film Festival, you know, way, which yeah. uh, has selected your work. Um, and maybe I guess the question is around, are we creating similar spaces here at home and maybe more controversially on the continent where, you know, uh, really, I guess, you know, these strong heteronormative and anti, uh, well, and homophobic attitudes uh, mm. remain very enduring in many, many countries. Are, are we creating similar spaces here within the African creative economy? And, uh, you know, I guess to break down some of the those stereotypes and a lot of that uh, prejudice and effectively a lot of the ideas that give rise to the murderous uh, attitudes that we find in our communities. I think that's, that's a beautiful question. And I think it actually uh, is a call to South Africa or just like Africa at large to, to, to just open up those channels for LGBTI content, especially progressive LGBTI content right now, to just, you know, be championed. Because um, I do, I'm, I'm quite aware of the festivals that uh, occur in South Africa, but um, there hasn't been a really progressive stance in the industry, you know, especially since, uh, you know, I've been in this practice for over a decade. I haven't truly seen a much different kind of energy mm. in, 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 in the entertainment industry. And I feel like this is a call for South Africa to really open up the, the you know, the industry for, for, for more diverse people within South Africa, because I do feel like there's 
nuanced artists in South Africa who deserve to be seen. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to also seeing about the Durban International Film Festival. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing about the Johannesburg uh, Film Festival because some of the deadlines, you know, I, I, I mean, I didn't meet really. Um, but this is not to say that I'm not looking at local uh, festivals. But mm. I'm also quite aware that uh, some of them reject such stories because they, 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 they're not uh, ready to actually deal with the subject matter. So, you know what I mean? So, like, um, homophobia will always uh, be prevail if the people in power allow these things to not mm, change. Mm. So, like, you know, there has to be a level of, you know, just like, okay, can we just open up spaces and, uh, and, and give the, the, the underdogs the, the, the time to really mm. just showcase the difference you know, and that I think will, will really add a new voice sure. into the industry. Yeah, Banzi, I know you guys have a, an event at the end of the month. Uh, uh-huh. Let's maybe give you about thirty seconds or so to just talk us through what's happening there and how people can get involved. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we're creating a black cinema experience oh, nice. at at the Bioscope at uh, Mill Park, Johannesburg. So this is a, a screening of my two uh, films. One is a web series called Goatville that features black millennial South Africans and just showcases, you know, the black millennial South African experience because I feel like that has been a very ignored part of South African, uh, um, like, audience experience. And it's a story just about how black millennial South Africans navigate and how, in terms of, like, relationships, love, friendships, and also job hunting and mm. housing in, in Johannesburg especially. So we're screening Goodville, and then we're also screening Gang Triple Eight, my sure. short film. And yeah, it just gives, you know, local film a chance to just, you know, take, reclaim its power mm. and just like, you know, give South Africans and Jay that access to see different uh, entertainment, different sure. culture, different spaces, and also just like that different voice. So as an independent uh, filmmaker, I believe in in opening my own channels and just, you know, giving people that feel, that nuance of, you know, great energy. So come through April 30th. Um, The the next six people to actually buy tickets will win, um, you know, a hamper from Queen Sheba soap. So so this this lovely woman makes her own soaps. She's also black. And uh, so she's donating some products that she's making, some lotions and some soaps. So a ticket is 200 rand and you get a free drink and a popcorn with, with, okay. with that included. Awesome So stuff. just, yeah, just Manzi. to give people in jail a sense of, you know, just great energy. I also will be performing Thank some of my tracks on the day too. Awesome so, yeah. stuff. Thank you very much, uh, Banzi Mavuso, filmmaker, director and musician. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much, Ayabunga. Awesome stuff. We're going to have to leave it there, folks. This evening, we're back with you again on Monday. The man with the music uh, is already here. That's why we say, Nangoko Sisai Banga, Lay Economy.